Welcome back to Morning Inspirations. I hope everybody is feeling blessed on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday morning that God has woke us up in. Let's give God some praise. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning for the very breath that we're breathing right now on this day. In this moment, right where we lay, right where we stand, Father God, let us take you with us throughout the day today, Father God. Let your love and your light overflow and shine through us like never before, O Lord. Let us proceed with you today and everything that we do, Father God. Let you go before us, Father God, and make our crooked paths straight on this day. Oh, Holy Spirit, just fall on us like you have never fallen on us before, oh Lord. Heavenly Father, we just want to magnify your name right now. We lift you up in the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you for your grace and your mercy because we know that it's new every single day, Lord. We thank you for our family and our friends, Father God, our nation's leaders, Father God, and our enemies too. Father God, we thank you for filling our cups up with your oil over Father God, that it may overflow in our lives like never before, Father God. We thank you for etching your daily bread across the tables of our heart, Father God, and letting us freely drink of the water that you so give, Father God. Let our hearts and our minds stay steadfast on you this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to his name, y'all. He is worthy to be praised. Amen and amen and amen. I hope everybody is feeling wonderful on this beautiful, beautiful day that God has woke us up in this morning. I hope you guys are ready for me. I know we didn't have a day yesterday. I was having a time in here trying to get everything going and up and moving. Guys, your girl might have to get her a new laptop. It seems like everything is just falling apart at one time but we not gonna let satan steal our joy we here we made it through yesterday it was god's will we're here today it is his will that we be here today in this moment and if you're with me and in the sound of my voice then let's go ahead and get into what victoria j is reading today i am i have moved on over to um, Jacob and Jacob is now he has left Laban and taken his wives and his children and his maid servant and his herd and all the things that he acquired there Laban and him have made a covenant that they're not going to come after each other and you know they break bread together and Laban goes his way and Jacob goes his way and he finds himself um, in unfamiliar territory he finds himself you know after all he's done to acquire everything that he needed to acquire um to kind of get through life, he finds himself um, meeting with the angels of God. 
he finds himself at a place called uh, Manahanim. And I don't even know if I uh, pronounced that correctly. I usually pronounce it a little bit more before I say it. But the meaning of that is God's camp, known to be somewhere between the Jordan. Jabok and the, and the Jordan. And now Jacob, he's sending messengers. This is kind of fill out um, Esau before he goes into the land of Seir of Edom. And he sends his messenger and cattle and stuff before him, women servants, to tell them that, you know, tell Esau he's on his way and that he hopes that he can find some grace, some favor in his sight. And the messengers, they come back and they tell Jacob, listen, on our way, Esau was coming to meet you. And we talked about that yesterday. And I told you guys, I don't know how I would feel if I know I had done my brother or my sister wrong. And it's been some years and I don't know how they're going to come at me. <laughs> Especially with 400 people with them. Jacob is then begins to get afraid, a little distressed. He's divided his people and his cattle up because he's thinking he doesn't know which way Esau's going to come at him. And at least if he divides them up, one uh, be, will be able to escape if Esau decides that he's going to smite him. He's going to kill him. So he divides them up and he begins to pray unto the Lord. And he begins to tell God, and that's what we do as people. That's what we should be doing as people. He begins to send God's word back to him. And he said, listen, you know, you told me to go back to the land in which I came. And he reminded him of his promises that he would be with him and that he would multiply. He also reminded him that you know, listen, I'm following what you want me to do. I'm doing what you said to do. However, you know, listen, Jake, uh, Esau, he's right on the heels of me. <laughs> it's kind of almost like he, uh, he was on right on the heels of Esau when he came out the womb. But he goes on, he sends his servants, his servants come back and they report that. And so Jacob decides, you know what? I'm going to send Esau a gift. I'm going to send him some goats and some ewes and some rams and some cattle. And I'm going to advise my servants um, to tell him that I follow behind. But I'm going to send him some gifts just to see, just to see how he's going to receive the gifts. And you guys go on, take the gifts, and he sends out one camp and one second and a third, and he all he sends them all out, and he tells them to spread out. He tells them to spread out, and he's going to follow behind. So now he's left. He's left with his wife, his wives, and he's left with his children and two maidservants, and he finds himself by himself. He goes on and he settles in for the night and 
he wrestles with a man. He wrestles with a man which is an angel to the break of day. And when the man seen that he couldn't overpower Jacob, he touched the socket of his thigh. Touching the socket of his thigh until this day, as I told you guys yesterday, it is said that's why he had a limp. And in on some customs, they don't eat the socket of tenderloins. You guys can read a little bit up on that yourself. I didn't go too much into what that meant. I have it in my notes, but not right in front of me. But for me, wrestling with the angel for Jacob, when he wrestled to daybreak, he wrestled with the angel to daybreak, and the angel finally sees that he can't prevail. And he says, you know, let me go. And Jacob says, no, not until you bless me. We spoke about that yesterday, about the blessing that Jacob already had on his life from his mother's womb that God told, had told, you know, Rebecca, you're going to bore two nations and that the older will serve the younger. But Jacob from birth, from when he grabbed Esau's heel to where he took Esau's birthright and blessing, from when he moved this big old stone at the well, his multiple encounters with Laban, right up to the wrestling of the angel to his birthright. He was unsure. His unbelief, his faith, the promises that God had told him. So for me, wrestling with the angel, Jacob starts to embrace. He That's a transforming moment. Transforming his identity. He's no longer the grabber, the heel grabber. He's embracing what God had already told him he was going to be in the first place. He's coming into his own. And this moment, he was unsure until he started wrestling with the angel. It's a sign that he's embracing his own. He's wrestling physically with the son of God, the angel. And he's also wrestling spiritually as we do as people. Dealing with daily life, transforming from one situation to another, especially as a Christian or a believer. And you're walking this thing with God and you still got to deal with everyday life having to transform and be put in certain settings that sometimes may be uncomfortable, especially if you've chosen to be a believer and you're serious about your walk. It can kind of be like a culture shock when you're reading your word, you've got baptized, you've turned your life over to Christ. 
You made that covenant with your heavenly father, making those changes in your life, things that you have come accustomed to all of your life can be a little bit uncomfortable. But that's where your faith comes in at and standing on God's promises, the same promises that he made when he changed Jacob's name from Jacob to Israel. We spoke about that briefly the other day about, you know, what Jacob's new name Israel meant. Well, God had told Rebecca she had two nations in her womb, Jacob and Esau. Jacob, Israel, Esau, the Edomites. Jacob's name meaning let go and let God prevail. Let God prevail. And we all do that too. Let God be willing to let God prevail in our life. Stop wrestling with the blessings that God has already promised us. When we got baptized, we made a covenant with God. When we chose to turn our lives over to God, we made a covenant to follow and let go and let God precede us in all things that we do. For us, the name of Jesus Christ is that covenant, being a part of Christ. Having Christ down on the inside of you. Waking up that spirit man. Faith. Seeing things. Knowing things that are unseen. The evidence of things unseen. Standing on God's promises. Being faithful. Patient. Willing to walk righteous. We made that covenant, and as well as making that covenant, the promises of God that he made to Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac are our blessings too. And we got to hold tight to that as Christians, as God's children. Hold tight to the blessings that God has promised us. And all our blessings are not going to exactly look the same. And I think when we get some understanding of that, we talked about that a week or so ago. Of when someone comes along to bless you, don't try to keep benefiting, reaping the reward off of their blessing. Just like what Laban did to Jacob. Because God already has a blessing on your life. He says it in his word. I knew you when you was in your mother's womb. I know every hair, piece of hair on your head. I knew what you was going to do before you was going to do it. I know who I made you to be. But we have to embrace our new identity. Embrace our, fa- our heavenly father. Let him prevail in our lives. So wrestling with the angel of God, Jacob finally let God proceed to do what he said he was going to do from the beginning. 
everything that Jacob did led up to in today's society and back then too, I would say, is a testimony. A testimony of, I tried it my way, now I'm going to stop and I'm going to let God have his way. I'm going to let him prevail. And it can be difficult in this today's world to stand on your faith, to believe in things that you can't see, to show patience, love, and kindness. But if you're holding on to God's promises and letting him prevail and letting him precede you in all things, it's going to make a world of difference. I hope that I did this passage a little justice from my point of view. And you're always welcome to leave me a message or you can just simply shoot me a text or inbox me and let me know your thoughts on it. And maybe give me a little bit more insight. But we'll see you back here on tomorrow, if it be in God's will. We'll see you right back here on tomorrow. Be blessed in everything you do today. And if you can't do anything else, give someone a kind word. This podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J. from 12th Street Talk Back and Morning Inspirations. Did you guys pour into yourself? I hope you poured into yourself today. If not, sometimes we can need a little bit more pouring. And today, I'm here to offer you just that with my new friends and partners, Faithful Counseling. You all always hear me talk about partnering with my Christian Conrads in Christ and always needing that extra shoulder to lean on as well as my faith. Well, today you can take comfort in having that exact same partner with Faithful Counseling. Thank you, Faithful Counseling, for sponsoring this podcast. With Faithful Counseling, you will get access to your needs and you'll be matched with your own licensed professional therapist who is a practicing Christian. That's right, who is a practicing Christian. You can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's text, chat, phone, or video call. And you can message your therapist at any time to schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. And if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional cost. With Faithful Counseling, you get the same professionalism and quality you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at faithfulcounseling.com slash 12 Street Talk Back. 
That's faithfulcounseling.com slash 12 Street Talk Back. I've also linked it in the description below. Let's start pouring into yourself today with your new partner at Faithful Counseling.